Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Cringe, episode five. Been looking forward to this. <laughs> you have, as you play with your hair. Mm-hmm. You have. So we're finally back on a normal schedule. We are recording weekly now. Yeah. So um, in this episode of Le Cringe, I wanted to start it off with um, your hatred for musicals and my love for them. Yeah, I don't understand why you like musicals. You're like the least likely person in the world that I would think would like musicals. I know, but I love them. Like, I don't know why. And I, what do you love about them? I th- Okay, and this all stems from, every- so everyone knows, last night oh my we God. watched Journey to Bethlehem. It was so bad. Man, but there was like one song from the King's Son, went hard, went hard. Okay. First of all, that movie makes no sense. Like, almost every single cast member in that movie is Hispanic. And if you're making the story of Jesus Christ's birth, they should be from the Middle East. I thought Jesus was born in Mexico. (laughs) Jesus? Or Brazil, because Brazil has that big old statue of Jesus. I'm just kidding. I'm about to jump over this equipment and pummel you. I'm just kidding. No. And it's like Antonio Banderas was the king of like a foreign land in the Middle East. His accent. He like exaggerated his accent. All I could hear was Puss in Boots. Yeah. The entire time. Uh, I'm the king. Yeah. And he had like eyeliner on. I'm like, okay, we're going to go with that. That trope, that stereotype at all. All Middle Easterners look like Bedouins with eyeliner on. Yeah. Like, okay. No, it was pretty bad. Like, I will say it was bad. Oh, like, and not to mention, not to mention, we watched it because you wanted to watch Lecrae yeah. rap as the Angel Gabriel. He did not rap. He just showed up with, like, glitter gold makeup on his forehead and lips. I was so disappointed in that. It, I was like, and it wasn't oh, even, like, well-done makeup. It looks yeah. like some makeup artist in the background just, like, pulled out, like, a old school Anastasia Beverly Hills like glitter highlighter and just like yeah. threw it on his face. Yeah. It was disappointing. It was it wasn't what I like um I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a little It was like the story of Mary and Joseph as like a rom-com. It was yeah, that was weird. It like, was super uncomfortable to watch. It felt very odd watching that and like they made it where it seemed like Jesus was like on the run. Like yeah. He was on the run. But that, he was a baby. He, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. No, but what gets me about musicals, like all musicals, it's like, I get it. You're singing to intensify the emotion in the plot. But why? Like, why does everything have to be a song? Yes. I agree with that. Like, it. But I feel that with this one, it didn't, it wasn't so, um, like musical, like it was, there was like maybe six or seven songs in the whole thing. They were long. Maybe 10. They were long. It doesn't matter the amount of songs in the musical. It matters how long they are. They were long. They were fooling songs. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is like, it just irritates me. I'm like, why, why do we need to sing? The greatest showman. That was a good one, too. Like, you always say that that's one of the best movies you've ever seen. I don't think it's good. The Greatest Showman? Yeah. That's I, in that's in my top, like, 15. I do not think it's a top good 20, movie. Top 20. First it, of all. Be number 16. <laughs> like, why? 
Like the whole like Zendaya thing, like historically, doesn't make any sense. Okay, Zendaya and Zac Efron have like zero chemistry. Yeah. Like I will say that like there's like it's a very forced love story there. There is no love there. No, like because like they have like three scenes. And they're like, oh, they're in love. The chemistry is awful. They're like yeah. acquaintances. That's well, what it feels like. Zac Efron's like thirty plus, and she's like twenty in that movie. Like that's kind of weird, you know. There's not any. There's gonna be any chemistry there. Yeah. You know, like she likes guys that look like him 10 years prior. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. And I think it's because my mom's friend liked musicals a lot. And I remember Julie, she watched a lot of musicals and we would always get dragged into going to the theater with her to watch them. Okay. But that's different. Yeah. I, I stand on that actually. Okay. It's different if you're going to a Broadway show, the theater to watch actors performers yeah perform this musical it's only the musicals on the television I like that irritate too. the tar out of me i like those two i don't like how like in- oh i know the greatest <laughs> showman was a movie brad oh the greatest showman it's also a play too so or a musical so if we want to go see it we can like when uh hamilton yeah. came out on disney plus yeah and all of these people were asking me, like, oh, my God, have you have you watched it? Because for some reason, it's assumed that, that I like musicals. like musicals. Yeah. Don't know why. I don't. There's <laughs> okay. nothing about my personality that screams I love musicals. Yeah. Everyone asked me, have you watched it? And I was like, no. And they were shocked. And I was like, first of all, it's a recording of the live performance, right? Yeah. If I want to go see it, I will spend the money to go see it in person. I'm not going to watch a recorded rendition of Hamilton. I tried to watch it. And you're it's like, so bad. You're like, absolutely not. Do not watch this. I'm like, why? You're like, no. And like, there's people <laughs> who will listen to the musical soundtracks like for fun. Who would do that? Do you do that? I used to. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah, mortified right now. Yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. I'm so mortified. I did Greatest not know that. Greatest Showman. There's a couple songs on there. I'll listen to while I worked out. <laughs> Don't judge me. You make me want to throw Don't up. Don't you judge me. You make me want to throw up well, in my hands right now. Well, I want to, I want, so I'm done getting, uh, uh, getting, uh, tarnished here for my love of musicals. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. What's your favorite musical? Um, my favorite? Sparkle Toes. Sparkle Toes. <laughs> it's your musical name. Um, Greatest Showman. Oh my god! I would say I like that one a lot. It's in my top like twenty movies of all time. The only musical I like, the only musical I like, Prince of Egypt. Oh, I love Prince of Egypt. No, <laughs> that's not a musical. That's a cartoon. They sing. They sing in it. But they have the Broadway show, Prince yeah. of Egypt. No, Mamma Mia. Okay, yeah, you do like Mamma Mia because I yeah. love ABBA. Because yeah. my parents forced us to listen to it. You grew up on ABBA. On long car drives because, you know, they were young adults during the disco yeah. era. So ABBA was my thing. ABBA was my jam. We watched Mama Me. It wasn't that bad. Like, I was kind of... It's really good. Yeah, it was It was good. Yeah. It was different. It was good. Yeah. See? So some musicals are good. They're not all, like, terrible. But, like, a majority are. Yeah. I will, yeah. Especially the new ones that come out. Well, I mean, I, I like music. I like musicals, musicals to an extent. Like, there's, I say I like musicals, but there's only like maybe four I've ever really liked. You know? 
Okay. <laughs> so, continue this trend of me upsetting you with the things I like and do. Speaking um, of music. What? Your music that you listen to at the gym. Oh, here you so, go. So, the other day. Okay. My AirPods died. They did. And I have like feral gym girl energy. Like I have to listen to something to be able to get through my workout. Otherwise, I lash out. Yeah. And for some reason, I was like, oh, let's just share. Let's just share your AirPods. Yeah. So that I can have one and you have one so I can get through my weights. Yeah. Your music was horrendous. You listen to like slow jams and like early 2000s emo today music. Yeah, they're rock bands today. They just sound like early 2000s. They're horrible. It's like terrible Evanescence. And Evanescence was never good. Are you talking about Spirit Box right now? Yes. Okay, Spirit Box, they're good. They are good. And Beartooth, I know what you're talking about, Beartooth as well. They're good too. You have the music taste of a junior high boy. Or maybe girl, actually. I'll take it. It's so bad. They have great taste. Well, nowadays, no kids listen to like weird, like, I don't even know. You don't even know what kids listen to today. I don't know. <laughs> like, what do they listen to? <laughs> you have you can't speak it's on like, this. Beep, boop, bop, bop, beep, beep, bop, bop, bop. That's what no, they listen to. Like, they listen to a lot of like what we used to listen to when we were my, their age. My favorite AI artist. Yeah, like they listen to the same kind of stuff that we did, like hip hop, but the more modern, like, younger. Yeah, like poppier. Yeah, at but that they young age. Not poppier, but I mean. A lot of kids listen. I mean, teenagers never change. That's something that yeah. really irritates me about, like, today. Yeah. And I, I guess it's fitting with the cringe. People don't realize that we're always going to complain about teenagers. Yeah. That's, like, ingrained in us. But people are like, oh, man, like, Gen Z and Gen Alpha, they're so bad. Like, technology has made them so bad. But at one point, you were a teenager, that someone complained about. That's so true. Like I remember when iPad or iPods came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, we just had CDs and you know, we did CDs. Yeah, but at some point someone complained about you yeah. walking around with your Walkman. Yeah. Or your C D player or your boombox. Yeah. You know, man, That's those true. kids in their boomboxes are they're so loud. They should be using our, you know, uh what do you call it? The Record, record player. player, there you go. Or like when the Beatles came out, people yeah. were like, the Beatles have taken, you know, these young girls by storm and it's like enhanced sexuality the, in the music with Elvis, right? Devil's music. So it's like at one point, you were the worst generation that was hopeless. That's so true. So it just <laughs> irritates so me that it's like we these just continue that trend That's... over and over and over again. Never thought about that. That's so true. Yeah, like I remember our generation. Everybody was like, "Oh my, they're going into the workforce." <laughs> Good luck. Because I'll say this: you know? like, as someone who spends a majority of their time, like eighty yeah. percent of my life is around a younger generation. Yeah, I they are so much more informed than we ever were. Yeah, you know, I have conversations all the time with you know students and things like that about the world and they know so much more than we did. They know so much more about finances, about college, about, you know, what the economy is like. And I told mm -hmm. them, I said, we were 
blindly ignorant. Millennials had no clue that when we graduated from college, that mm. life was going to be as hard as it is. And we yeah. have as much debt that we have. That's really true. Well, I remember, so like just to give perspective here, um, in 2008, you know, the stock market crashed. We had yeah. the, a huge crash in our economy. And I mean, I feel like kids today, they know what's going on. Oh yeah. They're like, fully aware. They're fully aware of it. And, um, in 2008, I was in eighth grade, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, well, I really hope I get a Wii for Christmas. Like, yeah. you know, and not knowing that, um, all the families around us, my family was actually one of the families who experienced that hike in, um, mortgage rates. Yeah. The inflation, the inflation. So well, it was that balloon, right? It was an yeah. arm. That's what they called it. So yeah. your mortgage would be the same for so many years yep. and then it would increase. And that's what happened with us. Like our yeah. mortgage was very like, it was, it was easy to pay. It wasn't going to be, it wasn't difficult. And then out of nowhere. Yeah. And I had no idea. Like it's yeah. kind of, it's crazy. Cause like who would have thought the year after 2008, I was out of that house yeah. because of that. Yeah. So it just shows how uninformed I was as a child compared to these kids who literally like, they know what's going on. Oh yeah. I have like so many students that are making better choices mm. than I would have made at their age because they're doing research. They have the capabilities yeah. to look into different different um, ways to get money for school, different career paths. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just something that yeah. we don't talk about ever. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're, we're just masters of uplifting ourselves and, and, and not speaking like, poorly on younger generations when, yeah. in reality, I think... You know, especially Gen Z. I don't know about mm-hmm. Alpha. I haven't had a chance to teach them yet. Work with them yet, but Gen Z, they're impressing me in terms of how they're able to use their resources to make better decisions, but they still know that it's a bleak, bleak future for all of us. Yeah, but I think I mean I think there is still some hope. I think that um with that generation and with our generation, if we could work together here in the coming future. Um, there could be still hope. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, take us out of the race yet. No, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we're going to see, but I I really, I truly feel like there is still some hope, but, um, that got real serious and I want to talk about a topic that's serious right now. What? The name of our podcast. (laughs) I hate the name of our podcast. (laughs) It makes no sense. Okay. I've explained it to you. Couch co-op is an old video game term of you playing a game with your friend or your significant other on the couch, split screen. It was a it's a pastime. It's crazy. You think that was a pastime now because everyone plays online. But back when we were kids, that's how you'd play a game with your friend. Like, hey, let's go get your Xbox over and we'll connect it and we'll have like eight uh, four versus four Halo. So, um, yeah, that's why it's called couch co-op because we're like, we're co-oping. Yeah. But we don't talk about video games. Yeah. I feel like our, our search, our people that search for us, they probably think we're a video game podcast and they listen to us we're like, okay, that's not. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like a co-op uh-huh. in general yeah. is just like people coexisting. Oh, like, you know, there's co-op housing. 
So when I went to school in Austin, there was one dorm, mm-hmm. <laughs> raunchy, yeah. but it was a co-op. That's what they called it, the co-op. And they lived like mega hippies, right? So everyone had to like pitch in and do different things. It was communal. That's like the best way to kind of explain it. Mm-hmm. And it looked super run down and dirty, but it was like the cheapest housing that people could afford. Like if you would live at the co-op. And so that's what I always think of in terms of co-op is like a yeah. hippie combine like type area. But at the end of the day, it's just co-op, just people together. That's what this is about. Being hippies, being together, you know, compost. You would be the worst hippie. I'd be a great hippie. They'd be like, oh, are you eating meat? I'm like, what's wrong with that? I can't <laughs> eat meat. What do you mean? I'm a hippie. I can eat meat. <laughs> like, I would be a terrible hippie. You would be. I would be like, I'd be a terrible vegan, hippie, like, um, what else is there? There's so many others, but I'd be terrible at it. Like, uh, You mean vegan and vegetarian? vegetarian. That's really all there is. There's like pescatarian, right? Okay, pescatarian to me, that's like a cop out. Oh, shots fired at pescatarians listening to this right now. Wow. Yeah, because it's like, well, I can eat fish. That's all you Like, can. are you telling me the fish can't feel? <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah you've seen finding nemo like you know vegetarians talk. well okay so vegans are the hardcore ones they don't eat yeah. any like products either from animals right they're yeah. all in they're just they're just happy with their vegetables sprouts tofu and tofu That's but insane. vegetarians they have like they can like yeah, you can have can, eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, but pescatarians, I'm like, come on, you get the luxuries of having all products from animals and fish. Yeah, but, just not meat. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, it's restriction. dietary restriction. Is it? Is it? Like, like, there's hurts. only That's so much fish you can really yeah. have too. Right, like you have to monitor like mercury levels. Like I actually mm-hmm. knew a person who was pescatarian, and he had to go to the doctor like every couple months for blood work to make sure oh, that wow. it, his like levels weren't too high and things like that. See, why would you want to do that? Just eat and it's some, expensive. Eat some like chicken, super expensive to be pescatarian. Yeah, yeah, I could never do it. I mean, I could do it, but. I just, it's so restrictive. I mean, I don't want to sound like a, like a barbarian. Like, oh, I just love red meat. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, I like variety. Can only imagine what your arteries look like. Mine? <laughs> oh, the bacon I had yesterday? <laughs> yeah. You ate, like, a whole package of bacon. Yeah, I did. I don't know, but sometimes I feel guilty. Oh, with the, well, pigs, I it's feel guilty. Pigs are smart. That is... Because that is they something that we... They know they're going to die. I know. That, to me, is sad. And then I eat. And I'm like, oh, fine. It's okay. <laughs> and then I get sad again. No, because, yeah, I remember, like, them like, saying chickens that. are dumb. Yeah, chickens you know? are dumb. Whatever. They they have... Yeah. They're clueless. Yeah. But, yeah, pigs, like, they are smart. Like, and it's sad to know. Like, they're, like... They, like, start to sweat. That's so when sad. When they're about to die. You know? That's so sad. It is sad. I want to ride off pork. We should ride off pork. You, you know you can't. <laughs> I'll try. You're such a liar. I'll do turkey bacon. I like turkeys. I'll do turkey bacon. I'll try it out. What about cows? They're kind of cute. Cows are cute. <laughs> I can't. I like New York strips too much. They're cute, though. They are cute. 
maybe maybe chicken is a fi- is fine it's a fine i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> oh, it's a fine we have to talk about it what <laughs> so we've been talking about music a little bit right yeah that bad bunny song bad bunnies that it, came out it's a stop it's in english yeah and everyone on tiktok is assuming that he wrote it so that kendall jenner can understand what he's saying yeah but that poor man someone should have told him hey man your your english is not that good it, it's really really broken let's um let's dial it back and it sounds like an emo song from like it, it doesn't even sound like an emo song from early 2000s it's just like it's straight up emo it sounds like if anyone knows this artist it sounds like juice world like, he like took is. he took a it took a playbook a play out of juice world's playbook and like made this accent driven juice world song <laughs> which is it's just funny because it's so not bad bunny like if you've heard yeah. anything by bad bunny even if you don't understand what he's saying like you don't speak spanish yeah it does not have that energy like this song is so sad and it's like almost comical that like he's completely changed his style to make the song for her he took a page out of taylor swift's playbook how really he's writing about his ex oh yeah hey maybe he's like you know what she's won all these grammys maybe i should start doing the same you can't start hitting on taylor swift okay why because the uh, super bowl's tonight super bowl's tonight all right and we gotta i'm not rooting for them though i want san francisco to win hear me out right now I want the 49ers to win why uh because i like their quarterback pretty i like the team too like they seem like a pretty genuine team like, I don't know. I mean, I know San or the Chiefs are going to win, but I'm rooting for the 49ers. I want them to win. You know, but I've come to those terms. Like, I talked to your dad last night about it. Like, we both agreed. Like, yeah, like, we want the 49ers to win, but we both know the Chiefs are going to win. They're just too good. Like, they got that Taylor Swift magic. Like, as soon as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey started dating, it was just, like, instantaneous. They started winning all these games. I just don't care. Yeah, I know. I'm just going to be there for the dips. You know, <laughs> and the sliders and stuff. Like, what's up? Yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, what's up? You know. I don't understand the big hype of the Super Bowl. Like, why do we all care so much? We don't. I think, I don't know, actually. Because, I mean, I don't think it was like that back in the 70s and 80s. It's like, just I'm just there big. for Usher. Yeah. Usher. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. He's a halftime show performer. Yeah. Which makes sense. He's in Vegas How would already. you ever forget that? Because <laughs> it's Usher. Yeah, he hasn't had like a hit in like 15 years. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's I'm Usher. just saying. I'm just saying. Like, Love in the Club. That's like his let last hit. Let it burn. Hit. Yeah, let it burn. <laughs> yeah. Love in the Club was his last hit, and that was like in what? 2009. It's like when Usher comes on, the light in a millennial soul turns on. And it's <laughs> like, that's that? right. We know what to do. Oh my, is this Usher? Let it burn. Sing I don't it. know the lyrics, yeah, honestly. We were like in elementary. Sing it, girl. Yeah. We were in elementary. Yeah, that's how old Usher is. We were in elementary. I don't care. popular. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't wait saying. for it. You know what else I can't wait for? What? I didn't realize 
that the players on the 49ers were as good looking as they actually are. Yeah, you're watching some TikToks. You're like, who's that? I'm like, That's no, like- it was not. It was when we were watching the last playoff game between them and the Lions. Oh, that's right. And I was like, whoa. Who's that? Whoa. I was like, that's a receiver? You're like, really? I was like, he is beautiful. Why do we care so much about the Kelseys right now? Yeah, (laughs) you're all about it. You're like, wow, I like the 49ers. I was like, I'm going to root for them now, you know? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, yeah, you do. Thanks. Made me feel real good about myself. Oh, stop it. That's a cringe. What? That's a cringe. What's a cringe? When significant others get jealous of like celebrities and people that their wives or husbands will never be with i agree with that it's so crazy yeah, i think it's like, weird too like how do you get jealous of that why are you getting mad that your wife likes somebody like, or thinks that TV they're attractive show? on tv yeah like it's a it's a one in a billion chance yeah. not even million like it's never gonna happen yeah it's like yeah i agree with like that. celebrity crushes why would you ever get mad at a celebrity crush People do. People get really upset about it. It's like so silly. Like it's my thing is is like there your significant other is gonna be attracted to the opposite sex. Yeah. And like that's fine. You're human. You're human, yeah. Like don't get upset. Like they're like, oh wow. So Sophia Degara is really Vergara? Vergara Degara Vergara. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's noticed a trend. I mispronounce everything. <laughs> so but yeah, like, oh, she's really pretty. You're not like, oh my God, Brad, you know what? Sleep outside. No, I'm like, I agree. She is very pretty. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It's like the little petty things with couples. Like, I feel like that's a cringe. Okay. So petty since we're on this topic, I think my biggest cringe with couples are the really ingenuine Facebook posts, Instagram posts where... They'll write this like multi-paragraph mm-hmm. love note to their yes. significant other with like 60 pictures attached from them over the past couple years. And it's like in my head, I'm like, you know, I know you're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hate that. Like, I mean, I mean like for your birthday, I didn't even tell you happy birthday on Facebook. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I just told you happy birthday in real life. Like, hey, baby, I got five in the morning walking in. What's up, birthday? Like an <laughs> idiot. But, you know, like, because I, I don't I don't think you should have to, like, post it on social media and everywhere for the world to see. Like, No, I, and it, first of all, I'm going to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's one of my, like, uh, faults. Yeah. I'm really bad, surprisingly, mm-hmm. with sharing my emotions like just in general. What? Like in general. Are you serious? So having to write that and put it out for the world feels really intimate for yeah. me. Yeah. And I feel like it's not for anyone else but you. Yeah. So I don't want to... Like, it makes me literally cringe. Like, mm-hmm. like usually for your birthday, if I post anything, I'm like, oh, we made it around the world or around the sun one more, one more year. Hey, buddy. Glad you're not dead. <laughs> Love you. See you at home. You're the more emotional one anyways. I right? am, but I've learned not to post things like that on Facebook or like, just on tell Twitter me. or yeah. Instagram. You know, because that's the thing, like, you, I mean, I've noticed when I would post things like that, and this was, this is like five, 
six years ago. Yeah. We'd be in a really bad place. Yeah. You have no idea because I'm like, I'm Manny. The love of my life, my shining moon in the Apple darkness. Apple of my eye. Yeah, like I would, I would like do all this like BS poeticness. Try to at least. And <laughs> With was, like, yeah. Terrible punctuation. Terrible punctuation, and I'm like misspelling everything. But <laughs> like that was the that's the thing I've noticed is like you'll see a post like that, and then like two months later that couple's divorced. You're like, what the heck happened? Like, when it's like, who is that post really for? Right. It's yeah. not for that person, because no. if it were for that person, why wouldn't you just like write it in a letter yeah. or a card or yeah. tell them in person, right? Exactly. You're doing it for everyone else. Yeah. You're like, keeping wow. up with the Joneses in that in that way. He's such a good husband. Oh, she's such a good wife. And, like, oh, I wish I could have that. Yeah. And I'm not about that. I'm not either. Like, at all. Like, I don't think, I think it's just very, uh, it, it's so f- just fake. Well, and I feel like, you know, it's that idea of putting up that facade of like, oh, I want people to be jealous of our relationship, of what we're like. So I'm going to post it so that people idealize it, right? Yeah. But in reality, it's it's horrible. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't like that. I don't want anyone to compare themselves to me and you because every relationship is different based on personality, based on situation, based Mm. on where you're at in the relationship, right? Yeah. So it's it, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that mentality. Yeah, there shouldn't be like comparisons. I think it should just be like, hey, like this is our relationship. We're gonna yeah. figure it out. We're gonna do it ourselves. Yeah. And we're gonna learn and we're gonna develop and have our own relationship. Well, like, and the the per, like the perception of perfection bugs me too. Yeah. Right. Because from the outside looking in, you can see a couple and you're like, oh my god, they're so perfect. They they're so doting on each other. This, that, and the other. Yeah. But you have no idea what they've dealt with. Right? That's it's that concept of like public versus private self. Yes. And I think that's something too. Like people should know. Like I think that's something we do very well is like people have no idea we get in arguments no. or anything cuz we keep it to, between me and you. Like yeah. we may be in a huge fight. Y'all will never know. Yeah. Because we're going to put on a face in public and then when we get in the car we'll talk. We'll deal with it. Yeah. We'll deal with it and we'll talk. And I think that's something couples need to learn to do, like putting more people, getting more people involved into a situation doesn't make the situation better. It makes it worse. Yeah. And I think that's something. Uh, Now, I think there's times where it's necessary to get not necessarily people involved, people informed if it's like immediate family. Yeah. And you have like children involved and things like that. Right. Of course. If it's like an emergency situation. If you're getting abused. And stuff okay, like that, that was yeah. not the emergency situation. Saying, I was like, that's, about. A, that's a different like scenario. Well, you're there. taking this to a whole nother level. I'm, no, I'm just saying like that's different. I'm not saying like if you're going to abuse, just don't tell anybody. Like you know. Yeah. I'm trying to clarify that. I don't want anyone to be like, "Wow, he's saying if you get abused, <laughs> you don't need to say anything." Yeah, that's a that's an extreme. That's yeah, not that a relationship extreme. at that point. Yeah. You know. But yeah, what you're saying, like you know, if it's. There are some situations you need to get some your family involved at least. Yeah, and I think that sometimes that idea of like the private self mm-hmm. it can be confused. You know, like like any issues that you're having with your significant other, like deal with it. Yeah. But I also don't think that that means that you should overcompensate and post like a sonnet to your wife or husband on 
social media because that's yeah. not going to make the situation any better. No, I agree with that. Like, it that's a huge red flag to me. Well, and then yeah, because it makes you be like, man, what, what did they do? Like, what did they do? You know, like you, for me at least, I actually like, start to question that. Like, well, second red flag uh-huh. is joint Facebook. That is so true. Uh, the first thing I ask <laughs> is like, who cheated? Yeah, like what happened? Who cheated? Who yeah. was it? Because like, yeah, the joint Facebook thing that is. It confuses me because it's like, okay, what if I message, I'm trying to message like the wife about something, yeah, but she never sees the message. Like, yeah. who am I talking to? Who's the one posting? It, yeah, <laughs> has that happened? No, I mean, I oh. don't, I don't really know anyone who has a joint Facebook, but I've, I've seen it. I've seen it too. Yeah, like, and the first thing that comes to my mind is, ooh, someone messed up. Well, I, I know someone which no one will know who they are. That had a joint Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you don't even know who they are. They never met, you've never met them before. Um, they're a family member. <laughs> and they had a joint Facebook with their husband. Uh-huh. And then, like, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then, literally, no more than three months later, they were divorced. <laughs> I was like, there you go. Yeah, see, that says it all. That's sketchy. And they were the same way, too. Like, they'd post all these, like, love posts to each other and stuff. It's so gross. For me, I'm just like, I don't want that. Like, don't. I don't want that. I feel like all I do on Facebook is troll you. Yeah, you do. Like, I'll post something. You're like, oh, really, Brad? That's lame. You loser. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, hey, where'd you get that from? The loser camp? Because you go to camp loser. Okay, I'm like a professional troll. No, you are. Yeah, you don't I don't think I've ever called you a loser. That's amateur. That's so true. Call me a rat. (laughs) (sighs) There are days that you give off strong, wet rat energy. What? Days. It just depends. It, like I don't even think I. Okay, fine, fine. It just fine. depends. Fine, we'll just agree to disagree on that one. But I mean, on the same token, there are days that I give off strong, angry possum or energy. Like cat, like you give off like a really angry cat energy, and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go outside. You're like, go ahead, go outside. Don't go, come back in. Go work. Go work. I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, yeah. Then like a couple hours later, hey, I'm sorry. I stand by that. There are days where I just, I want to be around you, but not yeah. in the same room. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Those days, I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you're like, can you please just leave this room and just go somewhere else? Okay. So speaking of couples. Okay. Oh, we got another one. Okay. Well, it's a cringe. This is a look cringe episode. Look cringe. So a couple that makes me look cringe, it's not because of them as a couple. It's because of what they've done to me. This shocked me. Go ahead. Chip and Joanna Gaines. I feel like everybody loves them. And that's why I'm saying it's not because of them as a couple. It's because of what they have done. What did they do to you, Manny? What did they do? <laughs> Tell the people. Tell the people what our house they've looks like. They've ruined me. Yeah. We- so... Chip and Joanna Gaines are known for their rustic, industrial look. And that they decorated every single house in Waco with between, like, 2015, well, maybe before that, like, 2012 to, like, 2020 is about when it ended, right? Yeah, they're, like, a reign of, like, everyone loving watching their stuff. But they still have products in Target. Yeah. They still have the silos. They had a grasp on my life. They did. They did. <laughs> Our entire house is farmhouse industrial. 
it looks like Hobby Lobby threw up in here. And there's like, I can't go back. We can't go back. Because like, it would be like hundreds, no, maybe not hundreds. It would be thousands of dollars. It'd be thousands of dollars, yeah. To redecorate everything. I'm fully invested our now. I'm waiting for the trend to come back. Our aesthetic in our room is... It's more Western, it's like, I think. Uh, like farmhouse. No. You don't think so? Look, I'm trying to convince myself yeah, that yeah, I'm definitely, changing. Definitely. It's Western, yeah, definitely. It's no, like yeah. cottage, cottage, cottage core. Yeah, cottage core. Yeah, yeah. we got a cottage core yeah, house. I'm, I'm, little... I'm changing my terminology. Change of perspective. Because rustic has been spit on. It's been chewed up, spit yeah. out, and stepped on. So we're going with cottage core. Cottage core. Yeah, southern like cottage core. Southern cottage core. We're just making up terms now <laughs> that are basically just rustic. You know a new style that's coming back? And what? You're going to be like, really? It's called Grand Millennial. And it's it's supposed to be this eclectic way to dis- like to style your house. Okay. So think of like your grandmother's house with all the clutter and all like the random pieces of furniture that are thrown together that somehow work. Okay. That is now the Grand Millennial style. Millennials are going back to that style. So it sounds like we just... Don't have a lot of money. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hey, this is a style. It's called Grand Millennial. Well, it's like, yeah, you thrift a lot of it. Yeah. And it's going back to like the dark, dark walls, dark paneling, okay. wallpaper. Wallpaper is coming. That's, wallpaper has made a comeback. That's just because millennials are buying houses with wallpaper and they're lazy and they don't want to pay it, take it down. <laughs> that's what that is. Like, let's be, let's call a spade a spade, people. And like every time I see wallpaper, it makes me cringe. And I'll tell you why. Why? So, me being the doting daughter that I was, I would help my dad, like, redo the house. Yeah. And so, he had this, like, flipped, he was going to flip this house that he had for years. And no one wanted to help him. And I was like, I'll help you, dad, you know? Yeah. And the kitchen and the bathrooms all had wallpaper. No one understands how difficult it is to take down wallpaper until you are stuck spraying it to like literally get it to somewhat peel off and scraping it for hours wallpaper is evil (laughs) the adhesive that they use for wallpaper should be looked into by the united states military it probably has been because it It is like it is the i don't know how they get it to stick i don't know i don't know how they use what they use on it like cement And the fact that we're going back to that is concerning to me. I will never go back to wallpaper. But also, I get like overstimulated by too many patterns and things. So I don't think I could successfully do wallpaper and be happy with it. We like moving to a house with wallpaper. I'm like, where's it, man? You're like in a corner, like shaking. You're like, I'm just too overstimulated right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, I can't. I'm seeing things. It's in the wallpaper. (laughs) It's in the walls. It's in the walls. (laughs) Uh, You know? Yeah. They're like ink blots to me. You know? Yeah. Were you ever that kid that would stare up at the ceiling at nighttime and make shapes out of, like, the popcorn ceilings? Yes. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, it makes you go crazy. Yeah, you start to see stuff. Like, you know, if you stare at something long you're enough. Like, you're like, is Wait. it the popcorn ceiling or is it the asbestos? I don't know. I don't know what this is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just having a hallucination because of this. <laughs> so, okay. So, wallpaper. 
I mean... Why are you saying it like I'm crazy? Oh, okay, so wallpaper. Wallpaper. Huh? That makes you makes you cringe. Huh? I look, I'm trying to detract from the fact that I have invested into this style that is no longer in style. <laughs> Come to our rustic farmhouse. I said it's cottage. Oh, our cottage, cottage core, core southern aesthetic. Southern millennial style I aesthetic core. I hate you house. so much right now. <laughs> it's like just call just be like, "Hey, I don't have a lot of money, so I'm going to get this old couch. I'm going to make I'm going to do it up, make it look nice. Don't call it millennial core." Like just be like, "Look, it's called I don't got a lot of money." Uh, you know what is like definitively millennial and you're gonna be like oh my god are you ready i'm ready for it millennial gray millennial gray you mean you're laughing because our walls are gray (laughs) we do we have i guess that we do have millennial gray yeah so there's like the the realtors and stylists and designers of tomorrow have said that millennial gray is out if that is the color of your house you need to change it to beige i'm good i'm not gonna change the color of my house like we will find somebody who appreciates farmhouse one day (laughs) (laughs) i'll just make sure we're gonna wait for that style to come back it'll be back in like five years we'll just wait five years yeah so they say that millennial gray is out and i'm like do you realize why millennials like gray because our souls are gray that's right (laughs) that's right it's because that is what we see the future as gray (laughs) i mean gen z is gonna be like we like black yeah <laughs> our future is black jen half is like oh well, we like the color white because you know we don't really care huh. what we're absence of all personality we don't even have like walls <laughs> we just live outside what's a wall yeah like we have like little tiny homes yeah so <laughs> but okay that's gonna that's gonna do it for this episode of cringe and, uh, I feel like the people really learned a lot about me. Learned today. a lot about you today. This was good. This is good. <laughs> See, we do. So I will let you everyone know. Like we are doing every other week, Lacrange one week, and then regular episode next week. That way, we just keep things spaced out. We're not having to record all the time. We're keeping things fresh. Keep them fresh. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, thank you all for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next episode of Couch Co-op.